Waka waka welcome. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to round 11 of It's a Grand Old Podcast. It's Jez here, I'm your host, I'm here with my old mate Nick. Going to be talking all things wet weather footy, all things Melbourne Demons. Yeah, it's kind of felt like a bit of the uh, sub- old suburban footy days, not that we remember being in our early 20s, but yeah, how do you like the wet weather footy, Nick? I do like watching wet weather footy, uh, playing wet weather footy, it's... Uh, the rain is part of the reason why I quit. I didn't like waking up early on a Saturday morning just to go out there and freeze my nuts off. Um, but, geez, it was good to watch. It yeah. was nice because it really, it's a real leveler. It's about who wants it more, you know? It was a game There was a game last year playing under-19s where I uh, woke up. It was four degrees and I had to drive out to South Belgrave in the rain. And I just thought, why am I doing this? Yeah, gross, man. <laughs> why? What's in this for me? Anyway, <laughs> you don't want to hear about my third division under-19s triumphs. Uh, yeah. There was a game on the weekend. The D's, unfortunately, 10-4-64 to the uh, reigning Premier's Hawthorne, 11-16-82. Uh, yeah, the first quarter, the Hawks pulled away, but my God, Jack Watts was immense. The bloke, <laughs> only the classiest bloke stand up in wet weather footy, and he racked up like 12 disposals. Only had about three more for the whole game. <laughs> But he was just insane. And then the second quarter, we actually we showed a bit of heart. We got back into the game, and it was just it was good to see. And the D's at half time were up by like one point, mate. Yeah, it was good to see. And then uh, the third quarter probably helped out a little bit by the fact that Hawthorne kicked two goals seven. But uh, it was just wet competitive footy, a lot of tackling, a lot of kicking off the ground. It's nice. I like to watch it. And then the fourth quarter, they uh, yeah they ran away with it. They just had a touch more class than us. Uh, footwork was better. Uh, they were hitting targets that we weren't, yeah. essentially. So, yeah, ended up going down by a few kicks. Scoreboard uh, might have flattered us in the end. The uh, They were very inaccurate and we were quite accurate. But, I mean, we were kicking goals. Yeah. So, That's you got to give us some credit. Uh, now, moving on to... Hashtag Q&A. Hashtag Q&A. Tweet at us. Um, Nick, do you reckon we came into this game and we matched Hawthorne's level? I think we matched Hawthorne's level of like uh, pressure on the ball, excitement yeah. and stuff. They had double as many tackles as we did, but that's because we had the ball so many times. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we really matched him for heart. I thought without Jack Viney, we might struggle a bit more than we did. But we were insane. At the end of the day, the only difference was they probably adjusted to the addition, uh, conditions a bit quicker than we did. Yeah, A lot of kicking off the ground, man. It's ridiculous. But no, we, <laughs> we matched him and... Yeah, it was actually good. We played really good. Uh, Jez? Yes, Nick. Uh, Hawthorne have won a fair few premierships lately, and the Ds are going to win a fair few in the future. Yep. Is Bernie Vince going to be in our premiership team? Uh, I'm going to say yes. So he's 30 years old. He's still playing at a really high level, and his on-field and off-field leadership is uh, second to none. And... If my calculations are correct, I reckon the D's premiership window probably starts in around three years when all our players, all our young players are starting to get to that 23-24 mark. And uh, Bernie Vince will be 33 at that time. Uh, you look at Sean Burgoyne, he's 33, he's still killing it. Uh, Bernie Vince is a classy player, I reckon he's got a few good years left in him. And what do you make of his report, Jazz? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was laughable. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was, that was rubbish. Thanks, Nick. Uh, nah, that was that was crap. I mean, what you can't just push someone in the chest these days. Isaac Smith. 
pathetic. Umpire, uh, pathetic. Yeah, uh, let's just, it got laughed out of the MRP, and uh, good to see he's still uh, still dominating Twitter. Twitter Bernie smashed Joe Who in the Twitter beef. Love to see that. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nico, what do you reckon about uh, the kicking in danger? Yeah, kicking in danger. There was a lot of hacking off the ground, man. I was surprised. Um, they did change the rule. So now it's only in danger if you're kicking at someone's head and not their hands, which makes sense, I guess. But yeah, it was just, eh, it was just such a scrappy game, you know. Yeah. It, I feel like kicking in danger probably would have ruined the game because it would have been a free yeah. kick at every <laughs> single contest. But yeah, I don't know. It was just a bit, got a bit much yeah. by the end of it. But I guess that was just how the game was played. Um, Jez, yep, Jack Trengove made his return. Is he the Least lucky player in the entire world. He's he's got to be up there. I'll put uh, Menzel for Geelong and uh, John O'Patton in there with their like insane amount of knee reconstructions. But uh, yeah, you got to feel for a bloke who uh, comes into the league as a number two pick. Really starts starts to captain his side. Yeah. Uh, uh, then can't play for two and a half years because of injury and it was just the, it was just one thing after another like even this year when he came back in the VFL he had a concussion missed a week with concussion so yeah it was great to see him back out there he had a pretty good game uh, I can't wait he's going to be he'll be a part of the uh, he'll be a big part of things to come at the D's and uh, yeah it was really good to see him out there having another crack so uh, how would you feel about big Sam Frost game well Jazz, we have been asking for height from Ruzi yeah. at the selection table, and boy, did we get it. Yeah. Hawthorne. You must he... listen. Hey, Ruzi. <laughs> G'day yeah. if you're listening, Ruzi. He, he's surprisingly quick. He's tall. He's not that bad at kicking the footy. <laughs> but with most tall boys, you know, it's more, you know, you feel comfortable when they handball the ball. Yeah. But, yeah, down back, he was good. Uh, when he went forward, he was good. He's just a good player, and I don't know who we got him for, but fantastic piece of recruitment and speaking of recruitment Jeremy uh, the new draft lottery idea the AFL's throwing up what do you reckon about it mate I I just reckon it's I reckon it's like there's no point in it like you don't need to my main problem with it is you don't need to bring it in like, so what is it so the draft lottery is the bottom I believe it's the bottom six sides get put into a raffle and the bottom side having the greatest chance to get the number one pick and the sixth side having the least chance to get the number one pick. It's in the NBA, and it, it works in the NBA because that's how they've done it since 19... It, well, I say it works. There's like there's a lot of conspiracy about it being rigged in the NBA so that New York and Los Angeles get the number one picks a lot. And I've got to say, I don't want anything to come in and have a chance of favouring the likes of Hawthorne and Geelong any more than it already is. We brought in free agency <laughs> that are favouring Hawthorne and Geelong. Like, what are the chances the D's get the number one pick rigged towards them? I'm going to say zero. We could, we could go in with a 99% chance of the number one pick and we still lose it to Hawthorne. I wouldn't be surprised, man. Wouldn't be surprised. It's I don't. There's no point in it. Gil, just relax. Stop trying to make it the AFL something it's not. Just keep it the way it is. The draft's fine. It ain't broke. Don't fix it. Exactly, Gil. Who cares? Oh, tanky. Don't worry about it. It's time and for... Everyone's, everyone's favourite segment, Jazz. Everyone's favourite segment. It's the Jack Watts Moment of the Week! Yep, so we went through his first quarter, which was uh, no doubt elite. Oh, uh, off trot. 
Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a real spirit lifter for this one. Classy. So second quarter, I don't know if you were at the game, but you could see just how hard this guy's running. We're going end to end footy. We're down by five points at the end of the second quarter. The days. The bloke must have run 40, uh, 42 kilometers, I believe. Run a full <laughs> marathon to get to the goal square to get on the end of uh, I believe it was a Christian Petrarca kick. Petrarca. That he uh, that he put through the middle easily because. He's never going to miss from there. How far out was he? Uh, roughly five meters. Directly um, in front. Directly in front. Jeez. But it's the, it's the work he put in before it, and then it put us up at half time. Yeah, jeez. It's not his most. It's not like the best moment that he had, but it's that's a spirit lifter going up at half time. That's massive for the confidence. Oh, I guess you're right, man. I guess you're right. I no, I'm I'm happy with this one. That's it. I've yeah. been I've been unhappy with my Jack Watts moment of the weeks in the past. And uh, yeah, just as uh, another bit of highlight for him uh, to to show how elite he is. Just if you watch that footage back, pretty easily could have just like smashed it through the goals. But he's not about that. He's meticulous. He's a perfectionist. Fixes the footy in his hands. Kicks a wonderful drop punt to <laughs> whoever in the cheer squad. I don't know. He's just a clean bloke. Yeah, clean footballer. If you're happy with that, mate, you must be very easy to please. <laughs> Moving on to the votes. Uh, one vote. Christian Petrarca, uh, young bloke, as we all know. Showed a lot of fight and spirit. Only 17 touches, but six tackles, a goal. He was just a bull for the whole day, and I just loved watching him play. Yep. Uh, two votes to Big Maxi Gorn. Only uh, eight disposals for the game. Three marks, which is which is still below him, but 50 hitouts oh my against God. Segler, who is quite a good ruckman. So... Fifty oh, yeah. hitouts in the wet is pretty massive. Getting first hands on the footy in the in the centre clearance, you're a gun, Maxi. Double fifties, a hundred, mate. Yeah. Ah, uh, three votes, Captain Fantastic, Nathan Jones, thirty-one touches. He's a he's a bull, mate. One yeah. goal from fifty out, which is a real captain's goal. Six tackles. The boy, the man, sorry, is a is a leader. Yeah. He's a freak, Jonesy. I love you a lot. Uh, four votes. He's been playing really well. Arguably our best player over the last month. Uh, Dom Tyson, 32 disposals, 16 kicks, 16 handballs, six tackles, and as well as Jonesy, just like showing outstanding leadership on the field. It's it's just he gets the ball so many times. He's just <laughs> he's a freak. And speaking yeah. of getting the ball a lot, five votes this week, six-pack for you, Bernie Vince. Yep. I know he got reported, <laughs> but my God, best and fairest, Peter Walsh medal, Bernie Vince, this is the performance that we're after. 36 touches, 29 kicks. When Bernie gets the ball, he's kicking it forward. Yeah. Four tackles. He was a leader. He didn't stop all day. Anyone that wants to tussle with Sam Mitchell is my best friend. <laughs> Bernie, come down, mate. We've got... Uh, a lot of beer here. Uh, just waiting for someone <laughs> yeah. to come. No one's picked it up. We're buying a six-pack every week, and no one's come to pick it up. Yeah, well, come on, guys. <laughs> what, more, what What do you want from it? Don't you listen. <laughs> they must. Ruzi will get on to him. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Ruzi. Yeah. Get stuck into him. <laughs> Who are we up against next week, Jez? Uh, so we've got Collingwood, Queen's oh. birthday on Monday, 3.20 at the MCG. Freeze MND. Uh, by a beanie in support of the Reverend. Uh, coach for a lot of years, was a really good member of our club. Uh, fighting a really debilitating disease, so get around that. Right. Uh, and if I had to guess, I'd say 
the D's will probably win by 12 goals. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, Collingwood are down and out. Uh, Travis Cloak is awful. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, I will predict that he won't have a performance like he did against us last year when he kicked seven goals on... Uh, I hope not. Seven goals on Tommy McDonald. I reckon Tommy McDonald's out for revenge and he'll get uh, 28 touches and 10 marks. Tom McDonald. Tom McDonald. Okay. He'll, uh, in an alarming rise to form. <laughs> I hope so. Ah, uh, yeah, Jez. It would be it would be a shame for us to lose this game. We simply must win. I don't yeah. like to say that, but like, come on, man. Collingwood are calling bad right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come on, Dez. Fire up, uh, Jack Watts to kick seven goals straight. Yeah. That's all I'll have this week. Great. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday after round 12. Uh, yeah, tune in for another edition of It's a Grand Old Podcast. Go, Go Dees! Dees! <coughs>